All right, way to go, Ali. You did such a good job. You too, Chris. Thank you so much for leading our worship in, in that way. How, how fun. Uh, good morning again, current family. Welcome. Happy Thanksgiving weekend to you. If you're just joining us now and you missed what we shared earlier today, we're switching things up a bit. It's more of a family service uh, special that we're doing today. Uh, my talk here is more devotional in nature. We're, we want to be more reflective. And in fact, I want to give us opportunities as, as I go uh, throughout this talk to pause and reflect on questions. And so whether you're sitting around a dining table or in your living room with a household that you can share with, or you wanna jump into the coffee lounge, I will put a link up there that you could follow and, and sign in there and, and share virtually with others in the church, or you just wanna do it you know, with a journal and pen or whatever works for you, uh, we want to encourage each other to look back at the year behind us and look ahead to the year in front of us with a heart of thanksgiving. And in fact, I want to start us off with a reflective question right here off the top. Knowing that 2020 was a hard year for, for everybody in, in, in perhaps different ways, but, but 2020 was a hard year, let's each reflect on and share what was especially hard for you. And kids, we want you to enjoy, uh, join in with this too. What was, what was hard for you in this year? Let's take a few moments now to share with one another. All right, well again, 2020 has been a hard year. We've all lost something. We've all experienced hardship. We've all faced one challenge or another. But what the text shows us before us today is that there is always joy. We're gonna be looking at Philippians chapter four, verses four through seven, the words will be on the screen. But here's how it starts. Rejoice in the Lord always. 
I will say it again, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Whether it's good times or hard times, we can rejoice. There's always joy available to us. What I love about these words is they weren't written in a vacuum. The Apostle Paul who wrote these words was actually in prison at the time and for all he knew, facing execution. And yet he said, rejoice in the Lord always. I mean, whatever we're facing today here in 2020, it was not facing what he faced. And keep in mind, Paul was put in prison for doing things for God, telling people about Jesus, starting new churches. And yet what was his heart's response? Not bitterness, not even sadness so much or anger, but I can rejoice and even sharing with us no matter what we're facing, yes, even what we're facing here in 2020, that we can rejoice in the Lord always. Now, how is it we can do that? Well, for one thing, we know that God is always working for the good of those who love him, which Paul writes elsewhere in, in his, his, his letter to the Romans. We know that in all things, good times and bad, easy times and hard, God is working for the good of those who love him. Meaning, God is working in us. He's often developing our character and making us more like Jesus. Or think about what Cindy shared with us last week from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, where Paul wrote to the Corinthian church, we are hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, and not destroyed. We have this treasure in jars of clay. And what Cindy helped us see from this text is that it's often in our hardship that God's love is most made evident through us to others. So hardship for the Christian makes us more like Jesus and it can help display God's love in a greater way than anything else. Thinking about it that way, hardship can actually be seen as a gift but what Paul is saying here in our text in front of us today is that there's always joy available no matter what we're facing. We can rejoice in the Lord always. Second reflective question. We just shared what was especially hard about this last year for, for each of us. Now with that hardship in mind, look back on it, reflect on it, and consider and share how you see God's hand at work in that hardship. Because here's the thing about hardship. Well, if you're anything like me, we can tend to focus on what's hard about it or the feelings that are just, that make us upset about it. It's not to say we're just to push those feelings aside. That's not what we're saying. But what we can do is look to see God's goodness even in the midst of hardship. So let's take a few moments and share how you can see God's hand in that hardship.
All right, we've been looking at the year behind us. Now I want to turn our eyes forward and look at the year in front of us and jump immediately into one more reflective question for us today. And let's each reflect on and share together what's one prayer or hope that you have for the year ahead. Share one prayer or hope you have for the year ahead. All right, Philippians 4 goes on to say, Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So this, of course, is saying that in all things, in all situations, whether we're facing easy times or hard times, we ought to bring our prayers and requests to God in thanksgiving. Why? Well, in part because he, of course, cares for us. What moves us moves him, and he wants us to bring what is on our hearts and on our minds to him because he cares for us. But notice that the, the promise when we bring our prayers to him is not necessarily that he's going to answer our prayers exactly how we pray them, but actually give us something far greater. It says that when we do this, the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. This is to say that no matter what we're facing, no matter the challenge or the hardship, there's a peace readily available to you and me if we would just bring what we're facing to the Lord in prayer with thanksgiving. But how can this be? And how can we know for sure that this would be true? Well, friends, this is the gospel or good news that God the Father sent his son into our world 
to go to the cross to deal with the one thing that truly and ultimately could cause us to be anxious and live in fear, and that is to be separated from God. He went to the cross to die for, the, for our sins that separated us from himself, such that now through what he has done for us and received by faith, we will always be with him. We have a restored relationship to him, meaning no matter what we face in this life, even if we are like the Apostle Paul, imprisoned, facing execution, we have joy readily available to us, a peace that transcends all understanding, because even the hardest thing that life can throw at us cannot separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. So friends, we can bring what is hard in whatever we're facing, the challenges ahead of us, Maybe if you have an anxious thought, you can bring that to him in prayer with thanksgiving. And the promise here is he will give us a peace, his peace, that transcends all understanding. Therefore, we can rejoice in the Lord always. How can you do that this year? As you look back on this year behind, thanking God for who he is and what he's done. Yes, even in the midst of hardship, but also as we look forward with our hopes and with our prayers bringing it to him that we might receive his peace in Christ Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we come with thankful hearts. Lord, we, we recognize that this has been a hard year. And for many in the church, this has been an especially hard year with, with lots of challenges. Father, we know that you care for us and you don't want to just diminish the way, way we feel and sadness and, and, and all the rest of, of the feelings that we, that, we, that we bring to the table. And yet, Lord, we want to come and lay all of our cares at your feet. And we want to come with thankful hearts, praising you for who you are, that you even work in the midst of hardship to do wonderful things in our lives and through our lives. So, Lord, thank you for who you are and all that you've been doing in the church. And we pray that the year 2021 would be one that brings us closer to you and helps many more in our surrounding area come to know you. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, well, let's pass things back over to Chris and Allie to lead us again in worship through song. <laughs> 